is going to go this somewhere. Is a, this is a great segue. Yeah. What is the like? Can we talk about the Protestant Revolution? Because I don't know much about it, and I have no you idea. You don't know anything about the Protestant Reformation? Almost not. Oh. I knew some guy nailed some things to a wall. Well, the Martin Luther. Yeah, yeah it, was, it started stuff. with a guy named Martin Luther. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about that because I don't know anything right, besides sure. Martin Luther and well, if I remember correctly, it happened around the 1500s. That's the first thing. The most important thing to bring up right now for any sort of foundational information is that. At this time point, most of Western Europe is under the Catholic Church. It is just whoa, whoa. Catholicism. You got the Pope, and they are the center of what's supposed to be the Catholic community within Europe. Of course, it doesn't mean there isn't any problems with grievances and pissed off people, because that's actually there's actually a shit ton. Ungodly. What are the grievances, John? Oh, uh, like uh, one, two of the biggest ones I can think of right now is just absolutely ridiculous corruption within the Catholic Church. <laughs> Taxes, well. Not taxes. Uh, what what is tithes, it? I believe. Tithes, tithes, yeah. tithes. Uh, one of, of the biggest things is indulgences, which is one of the more recent things that happened during Martin Luther's time. Which was the idea that you could spend money to either uh, pay off sin or help your family get out of purgatory faster. That was is basically the greatest scam ever developed. <laughs> like it's like, oh hey, you wanna you wanna get your grandma to heaven faster? Just give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, pray extra hard for you. We'll be like, yo, what's up, God? Get this bitch out of here. And just like anything that you can probably imagine with that as its foundational thing, I want to tell you about. Just imagine that that's happening probably with the Catholic Church, and mm-hmm. it just led to a lot of people that knew that there need to be change. Maybe something the popes were so many of them were just so like top heavy elites that were basically in their own world where they could do whatever the fuck they want. It was literally just a tiny little Italian thing, basically, it was the papal election. And it's just like the people were so disconnected from the papacy and physical disconnection as well, because mm-hmm. like you said, Catholicism was everywhere in Europe mm-hmm. and not everyone was close to the heart of Catholicism. Yeah. And then um, and also like so many different practices. One of the biggest things was you actually couldn't preach in your own native language. You weren't supposed to. Like, that against, is against Catholic. Like, and you can't translate the Bible either. Yeah, it was supposed to be in Latin. You preach in Latin. Oh. Like, you remember when we okay. went to that so you church? You wouldn't even or... understand what the hell they were saying. Yeah, no, yes. Catholicism still does this, actually. Yeah, yeah we went to Mass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that Mass that we went to? They, that, was, that Mass still did it in Latin. Of course, the Catholic Church has changed so much since the Protestant Reformation because they, they, needed, let, to. they needed to. <laughs> they let me into that Mass, and there's a reason I went to Mass with uh, John and uh, our roommate at the time, Peter. Uh, still friends with Peter, but there was a oh, reason yeah. we went to this Mass. Do you want me to t- do, do we tell this reason? Oh, my God. I forgot. I just remember it. Marcus, have we ever told you the story? I don't think so. We were joking. I thought you were talking about your AP Euro. Well, I was talking about that, but Marcus, uh, Raj is talking about something completely different. And that Mass wasn't English because, like oh, we said, uh, yeah, good. yeah. Because, like we said, the uh, like Catholic Church had to reform so much. I mean, Pope Francis has said all sorts of stuff that if you were to say that. Dogs go to heaven? Yeah, a gay, like gay like, should be allowed. Like LGBT community people should be allowed in the Catholic good Church. Dog. Yeah, you that type of heaven. stuff. Like if he said that at any point in the 1500s, he'd be burned as a heretic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like get fucking branded, get his eyes gouged out, draw a cord in his corpse to get burned. Like he, they do all that shit to him. But then, like, yeah, we went to <laughs> we went to mass in Iowa because Raj needed good pictures and put him in nice clothes for his his Tinder profile. Nice. That's why we went to mass. We went to mass for hookups. Yeah, like uh, we were at Legend. night and we were joking, saying, "That's know, a gamer move." We were like, "You know, we've never been to mass before." And he's like, "Yeah, I need some good pictures. I mean, you want to go to? You want? I mean, tomorrow Sunday, right? Uh, Peter, you want to go to mass? Because Peter is a he's a Catholic. Yeah, he's a Catholic. He's a practicing Catholic. Yep. And so that's why you're like, he's like, "Yeah, I'll bring you guys to mass." <laughs> like I knew a girl yeah. in college that went to synagogue to pick up Jewish boys. That's we didn't, hot. We didn't go yeah. to pick any of them up. I just, I would have gone. I went to mass, went <laughs> yeah. with Peter. It was she was but... like very overt about it, <laughs> That's and so I was like, good. and she said that I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was That's like, what... I don't know what to do here. That's <laughs> what do I do with that information? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that bad. We weren't that bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm and that's like, exactly how she it. phrased it. She <laughs> said, "Pick up Jewish boys," and I'm like. I have this, that is so uncomfortable. Bro, I have this to worst image of us trying to hit on on Christian, Christian girls, girls while yeah. mass is happening. <laughs> like literally during the Eucharist, and we just see them put bread and drink the wine, and we're just like, "Sup, girl? Hey, hey, hey! What you do after?" Yeah. <laughs> you, you want to? I went no? to synagogue mostly to. Um, it, every time I've gone to synagogue in my life, it's been for the food. 
So. I mean, that's not a bad idea. That's not the worst. I- <laughs> they always have food, though. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, it's always good. And it's always good. So, so long story short, fucked on the corruption in the Catholic Church at that time. Yes. And like, um, there was also like a big bias for oh, one, one, one question real quick. Go for it. Was this girl attractive? Oh. <laughs> yes. And B, did she succeed? That's actually a really important question. I'm actually I honestly here. don't know. Why did you no. keep in touch with her? We need to know. We oh need to know God. if it's a, if it's a strat. <laughs> yeah, we need to know. Should I have been doing that? Like, I just got the pictures, man. Should I have been hitting on girls? You should have been spiffing up and going to mass. <laughs> I mean, there is that stereotype with Catholic girls. So What, that they're freaks? Yeah. Yeah, like they're like that's like a really big stereotype. They're like reserved yeah. freaks because they don't get to do anything. Yeah, and oral's not sex, or oral and anal aren't sex. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just a mortal sin, but it's not. It's uh, it's not sex. <laughs> it's not sex, so you know it's not. <laughs> it's only sodomy, yeah. so it's oh. fine. So yeah, I gotta know, man. I, know? I haven't gotten any. Lo- I haven't got lucky at all. Did you know that? <laughs> Protected sex within the bounds of marriage is still technically sodomy. Well, no guess, wonder those Mormons have a lot of children. Yeah, because it's supposed to be the idea that like you're messing up the purity of the act yeah, or whatever. Sex for any reason other than um, Copula- procreation, yeah. copulation, whatever, yeah. is um, is sodomy. So look, using a rubber even within the bounds of marriage is sodomy. Look, I can tell you right now. That's why they yeah. reform, dude. Oh, dude, bro, they teach that. Like there's a lot of oh, really? cat, there's God, a lot of Christian man. communities that still do that. That's I, insane. I remember uh, one person. I'm not going to say anybody's name. Uh, I remember in high school there was one person during health class that didn't want to touch a condom that was being passed around. That was like to now teach I'm us. curious who was this. I, I can't We're going to bleep out the name. I know multiple people that closed their eyes during health class. I'll tell you after the recording. Just remind me. Okay. Um. Right. Yeah, I know people that closed their eyes during health class too. Yeah. Yeah. During all that. Yeah, because it's supposed to. It's like impure. If, like, I I know people that like felt like they sinned when they had a wet dream. Yeah, because they didn't even masturbate. You're lusting. They just had a wet dream. You lusting, which you can't even. Yeah, you nothing. Look, you're insane. Look, I'm gonna put it to you it's this crazy, way: dude. those those Mormon families are are big for practical reasons. They want more people in the faith. But uh, the kid is a byproduct. They kind of want to bang. But no, even Jang. your intentions need to be pure. Yeah, well, it's their intentions. Crime. Yeah, well, there's commi- there's a lot of people committing some thought crimes going yeah. on because. You gotta have pure intentions yeah. when you're having sex. Too. Yeah, well, uh, I can guarantee you, some of those intentions ain't so pure sometimes. For for a lot of people, they feel the exact same way with the Catholic Church at the time in 1500s because they thought the top down authority was just so disconnected from their Perfect cultural segue. from their cultural mm-hmm. practices. Like we're talking, like, there's so many different things people did throughout all of Europe, but you couldn't openly do it or you couldn't have your priest do it because or if he did do it he'd be ostracized and would never promote because it wasn't part of christian catholic doctrine and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so then this would just constantly build up all this annoyance and grievances and of course there's actually a lot of nobility that didn't like the catholic church either because tithes and there's so much Mm -hmm. they had so much authority so by going against the catholic church you're going against one of the most established uh, political authorities and spiritual authorities in Europe. Wait, so did uh, the Catholic Catholic Church make nobles pay well, for they, various things? They just or? did all sorts of shit, man. Like, if a bishop doesn't back you or says something about you as a prince that could affect you politically when you, if you're trying to deal with your lord or your king or something like that. Oh. Like, they have plenty a... of political power because they're ingrained in the society, so you always need a bishop. Like, the the, every town's got a bishop. It gives yeah. you the right to rule as well, because yeah. the only reason you're allowed to rule is because God gives yep. you. Yep. Yeah, God because right. that that yep. comes from the Holy Roman Emperor, the very first one, mm-hmm. Charlemagne. Um, the reason why it's called the Holy Roman Empire is because the Pope was the one that actually crowned Charlemagne Emperor. He was the first emperor crowned in Western Rome after Rome fell. So, and then it was the idea. It created all sorts of confusion and questions about where the temporal authority of the monarch comes from, because if the Pope is crowning the emperor the most powerful monarch in all of Europe, then does that mean God's giving him this power? Like, this, the, like, the, you know, like because a pope crowned the emperor, gave him that crown, put, stowed it upon him willingly with mm-hmm. his consent. So then it created so many questions to where that authority comes from. God, religion, the man himself, that type of stuff. And that, tie, that would tie into, uh, that was a legacy for medieval culture and all the way down to monarchs now in Europe because of that act and stuff like that. And of course, it's always a good propaganda stint to tie to God. Of course, mm-hmm. too. 
God said I could do it. Guess I can bang this girl. But yeah, in every town there's a cathedral, like a big church somewhere. Like it's that's the, the archdiocese. The way um cities and areas are divided is there's little chapels, and then at the centerpieces where the capital of that region, you have the you know the I don't know the specific terms, but you have the the cathedral and stuff. Like you know, monk, bishops, archbishop, and then it keeps going up. So that's why the the Catholic Church was everywhere, mm-hmm. absolutely everywhere. And like, if you're a lord, anything from a baron, which like you might rule like a small little hovel, to the goddamn king, you got a fucking priest next to you saying you shit, saying shit, and indirectly involved in court politics. Ugh. So that's why that type of shit, like they they were easily they were still power brokers and very strong ones too because the religious authority that they have. So anyway. That's the context. The actual Protestant Reformation was the moment that Martin Luther and plenty of other people, there was a, a couple priests prior to that said that caused all sorts of religious revolts or religious awakenings. That's the most important thing to know about the Protestant Reformation is that it wasn't just one guy. Like it, it, For a lot of places, it happened earlier. And they had a lot of different hills that they died on. And all sorts of different ideas. And that's where too. we get like a million different types of Christianity. Yeah, because the, the, the biggest thing to know about the Protestant Reformation is A, happened at all sorts of different times. In uh, France, it happened a couple times during the goddamn Crusades. <laughs> it's called the Catholic, because like a lot of religious movements still existed in Western Europe, but they couldn't be acknowledged. They were all immediate heretics that needed to be burned, but they still existed and tried to sustain themselves, survive. But uh, there was actually a crusade that was targeted in France towards a Christian community. It was called the Albigensian Crusade. A literal crusade backed by the Pope was conducted in southern France. Did it work? Yes. Rip. And so, like, stuff like that happened. Uh, but, like, the most important thing about the Protestant Reformation is that it shattered the established Catholic order. Like, the the um, the um Catholic order that was uh, persisted since, like, the fall of Rome all the way up to the 1500s dissolved and had to become something very, very different after the Protestant Reformation and in all sorts of ideas. It became, like, a religious awakening for Western Europe because then uh, people could think of different stuff, could imagine... Uh, all sorts of stuff like question all sorts of things what's my relationship with god is it me and just him is it me and my uh, local priest it can't be the pope because fuck him like like that type of stuff how like, did the printing press affect that it made it so that circulation of these type of ideas were so much easier because you could just make a pamphlet in, in your own language too easily and just print that shit out and then throw eat that everywhere hey, hey you wanna hey fuck the pope yeah fuck the pope join us <laughs> how did the pope take this uh, it led to something called the Counter-Reformation, actually, in which um, there was a large movement to either a lot of repression. A lot of people were trying to fight back against Protestantism within their own communities. Germany specifically, which the Holy Roman Empire, I should say, which composed of a lot more than just Germany. They had something called, um, the emperor proclaimed something called, uh, let's say, Aeus Religio, something like that. It's like, his ruler, their religion. So on oh. a, from a legal frame point, it meant that whoever the prince is, if the prince says that this is a Protestant realm, then that is legal. If it says it's a Catholic realm, then that is legal or something like that. All it takes is one emperor to just go, all right, I don't care. It was from a compromise or something like that because there was just Protestantism was blowing up. You and, just couldn't take it all that. Yeah. Way. So the only way something like that happens is because they know that the Catholic Church simply can't stop this heresy this time. This is it has fully gone out of control and people clearly were too pissed off and too one willing to fully openly express their own local beliefs in Christianity S- to stop it. Sounds like we need an exterminatus on uh on those people real <laughs> well, quick. There was plenty of plenty, they tried. But plenty of violence, man. Like it's crazy. There was so much religious violence at that time period. Look, I'm just saying, you know, I drop ship from orbit and pew pew and there goes the planet, you know? The Warhammer 40k solution to all of it. Blow up the planet. But yeah, the Protestant Reformation is really, really important. It's the only way to be sure. (laughs) It's really important in so many ways because Mm -hmm. it allowed for open expressionism for the most part. Like it was like the first real, at least in Europe, of people like being able to just express all sorts of weird ass shit that would be heresy normally. And then they, they became established religions. Pretty sure Martin Luther's like held that he died on was uh the that you can pray to god yourself 
Yeah, you don't need what, a priest. What to pray was to the, God what for was you. the? What do you mean by hill he died on? Like he was executed oh, he didn't, for? He it didn't or? actually die on it. the hill that he would have died on. Yeah, like just like, like his his big yeah. thing that he was focused on. Sorry, his not big the hill he died point. on. The hill that he would have died. Yeah, on. Yeah, like for him, I, if yeah. I remember correctly, yeah. Luther talked a lot about a personal relationship with God. That like nobody else should be a mediator for you. Yeah, and that's where what you get you like do. the idea of more of a shepherd rather than a priest. Yeah, where where like you behave piously, you do this. And then like, I forgot what Lutheran priests are called. They're not priests. I don't think they're shepherds, though. I haven't they're... looked up the details of Lutheranism or Calvinism in a very, very long time. They're Cal- pastors. Yeah, they're pastors. Oh, yeah, that's So right. Lutherans have pastors, not priests. Oh, that makes and that's so much because sense. because Lutheran pastors are guides yeah. in the religion, but yeah. they're not an authority that talks to God for you. They're not a mediator. They just help you talk to God better. Yeah, a spiritual guide. What yep. is Calvinism? Calvinism. I don't is, know. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Cal- I am very. I I did not grow up in a Christian household. My dad uh decided that he did not care enough about religion, and uh, he once gave me his Bible, but like I read it for like fourteen pages and then put it down because it was boring. <laughs> so, so that shows you how much I know about Christianity. So like um, like what Marcus was saying. Uh, there's um, Protestantism is an extremely vague term. It's like saying Christian. Yeah. Protestantism is just offshoots of Christianity that broke away from the Catholic Church. They were just people who had grievances. That could be almost everyone. A Mormon could be considered a Protestant. Nice. Okay. At least I think they so. are. Yeah. And oh. then, like Luth- like uh, like you was just saying, Martin Luther. People who decide to follow the teachings and writings of Martin Luther became termed Lutherans. Lutheranism is the faith behind Martin Luther's ideas. Calvinism is uh, centered around the ideas of John Calvin. Uh, the only two things I know about John Calvin is that he fled to Switzerland and set, set set up something in Zurich, I think. Oh, no, that was Zwingli. But he was also a Calvin, I think. But anyway, um, then also like the thing that Marcus likes to bring up, the predestination concept. Yes. That's like when you're before you're born. Actually, the entire universe is predetermined by God. And we're just like part of his literal plan. And there's nothing you can do about it. So even before you're born, your like soul exists, and it's already destined to either go to heaven or hell, no matter what you do. So that's that's what I like to bring up like, because that's an absolutely wild concept to me. So might as well sin. Might as well. It's already gonna happen. <laughs> nothing you do matters. So so what what is this plan of his that he's is what he's doing? What what what's the what's the, what's the big plan going on? If he, if he's got a big plan and everything's preordained, what what's this plan and what why is it so good? He's and prepping what? the God Emperor of mankind. Yeah, obviously the God Emperor of mankind don't need no I, stupid. I don't God know much do about anything. I don't know much about Calvinism. Yeah, this but is the, my, if I was to hazard a guess, I'm sure that the plan is. That God works in mysterious ways, and we don't know. <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, the whole idea is that we're not supposed to know. Like, if you're a devout Calvinist, the whole idea is that it's out of your hand, and that it's God's plan. Like, he Faith. is, he is yeah. beyond us. He's unfathomable to us. He's all-knowing, all-powerful. We're not supposed to know. If this is the best an all-powerful God can do, and this is his great plan, I, for one, am not very impressed. It's just a play for him, maybe. I don't know. No, 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 he no, just no. Like, wanted to see what happened. Th- this is, this <laughs> giant is what, menagerie. But he knows what's going to yeah. happen. He designed it to happen that yeah, way. It's a giant playground. Th- this is what my dad and I think of what happened. So God was in college with all the other gods and divine beings, and he got really drunk a lot of times, and he was partying, and then he realized his semester project was coming due. He went a seven-day bender. And he was like, oh, my God. My project is due. I've only got a week to do it. I got to do it. So he, we've all been there. We've all been doing a project and we, we lost track of time and didn't do it and went, oh shit, I got to actually do it. So this is what God did. He decided to make his universe in like seven days, which he did. And it was pretty crappy. And he went to the professor and was like, look, I know this is awful. I know everything about this is stupid. Just just let me pass. My my parents are going to kill me if I don't. Just please, please. He, he took seven days. I want to see the Raj equivalent of God. The five-hour project. <laughs> so five-hour Earth. It's like, they forgot the noses. Like <laughs> So so God... Which is absolute homunculi. Unpainted parts are all around. Everyone has a unibrow because he just was like, shoop. That's a little too much detail, man. <laughs> so, so God got a D minus 
and then after he got his D minus, left the project and went, all right, I can go party again. It's spring, it's summer vacation. Screw this. And we've been going ever since. And if I had created this universe in the amount of time I usually give to my non-graduate school study stuff, <laughs> there wouldn't be people because I wouldn't have made them. Because <laughs> I would have needed to go too quickly. I'd have just had to finish the planets, man. It'd just be monkey. <laughs> just monkey. Have, I would have to. I, there wouldn't even be monkeys. I'd have finished the planets and been like, all right, I got it. That's bro, it. That's bro, all I got. Marcus, we were talking about 40K too long, man. When you said monkey, I'm literally imagining Marcus as an Eldar. <laughs> <laughs> looking, at, looking at Earth going, monkey. <laughs> Marcus is my professor judging my five hour project. Look, dude, it's been a rough two weeks, okay? Just cut me some slack. Oh, God. We don't talk about some of the projects I have done in graduate school that have been the last day. Did it help with explaining the Protestant Reformation, at least? Kind of. Catholic, corrupt, doing bad stuff. It led to a final explosion of grievances, basically. Where then just the Catholic Church lost a lot of its authority. Yeah. And though, kind of the reality of what people were actually doing in faith and belief could actually be seen. And then that led to even more expressionism of what uh, faith and prayer should be for a very long period of time where you have stuff like the Anabaptists, like Doomsday cults forming up and stuff like that, all sorts of different faiths. The most important thing to think about is that um, Protestantism is very hard to grade Protestantism as like a religious doctrine. It's just constant deviation because the whole idea is that it becomes it becomes your own personal expressionism. It really, like, really allowed Christianity to become what it is in a lot of places like because you take that deviation that happens in uh, England and stuff and you get all sorts of different groups like the Puritans the oh god where are they called Presbyterians the 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 Armenians what and, what, what is the ones that go door to door uh Jehovah's Witnesses Jehovah's Witnesses yep so you take them and a lot of those people were the ones that would then go to America and then our religious foundation is not in Catholicism initially, of course, then eventually Irish and other people come, like Polish, that are Catholic. And then but then it creates this really weird religious hotbed that is only unique because of stuff like the Protestant Reformation. Like that Puritans don't exist in the way they are with He was gonna make an Irish joke. Do it, Pansy. Send it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. They no, I send Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody liked the Irish man. <laughs> <laughs> uh I didn't have a joke. I was just gonna say that the nobody liked the Catholics, so the Irish just got shit on. Actually that was a thing. That's like when you look at old um when you look at old American politics, one of the biggest paranoias was not just the Irish, it was the Catholic Irish that they were freaking out yep. about. The mm. goddamn Irish Catholics. Yeah, because it's like they're a papist. But when they say papist, all that's their a, potatoes. That, yeah, that's a negative beer. term when you hear papist. What, what is a, it? What does papist mean? It's a guy that bows to the fucking pope. Ah, a papist. It's a. It's like a. How can we trust this guy? This guy can't even have his own faith in God. He has to listen to some dumbass not in Italy. <laughs> like that's like the that's like the mindset behind it. Man, it must have been so weird for the colonists to think about Italy, like actually just a different world. At that I don't point. think they were even thinking about it. They were just trying to survive. Yeah, they had some bigger concerns yeah, to deal with. There is intelligentsia. Just thinking about like class, Europe yeah. after you've moved to America. Yeah, it's like literally a different. That's world. how it makes the isolationist mindset. So that's why uh, er learning about early modern American history is really weird because you realize they really were kind of in their own world. They did mm -hmm. not have the internet to just go, oh, look what's happening in France at the moment. Like when, if a president is trying to propose to get involved in World War One, right when it happens to them, they legitimately can't see why the fuck they would get involved in that war like yeah. why why would i want to send my son and hundreds of thousands of other sons to go to some random ass trench in france and start shooting at germans why the fuck does that matter to me mexico's having a civil war i'm more scared about that than never even seen france like yeah and like, probably never fuck? will they I'm, probably like, don't even know anything about well, france well, really i want to i want to fight with a bunch of baguette boys fighting against germans if anything they'd do be they more, even know uh, it's baguette boys they'd be more inclined to fight with the germans actually at that time period like with them probably because there's Honestly, a huge German minority at that time period, the European countries were probably just memes to them because, like, I I hear my grandpa talking about the Germans and there's just like a bunch of stereotypes about Germans. Like I'm sure it was similar back then. Imagine that like, just regressed. But further. those are American Germans, you know. Yeah. Like those, 
like all the stereotypes it's like oh you're descended from germans but it's like what does that really mean i don't know yeah because at this point you're like four generations so you're an american german because like, and then you have like all these ideas about german culture but you're probably completely wrong there's actually an amazing part of the sopranos the sopranos is a tv show about the uh like the italian mafia in america in like our modern times the 2000s and they go to italy to visit because they always romanticize Italy. They always like, oh, over the Italian culture. They always talk about defending the American Italian in America and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They go there. They don't understand what the fuck they're saying. Then, then when they finally go to a restaurant, Polly, one of my favorite characters on the show, goes, "I'll have a pizza." <laughs> He's like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a good show. Because what, like, what, what happens? Does he get a pizza or the Sicilians don't respect any of them because they see them as American tourists, like a bunch of weirdos, basically larping as Italians. Mm-hmm. Wow, because... and that's that's exactly what I was like thinking about. Yeah, because then... I just realized that like all the stereotypes that we have about Germans and whatever. There's a meme. Uh, from... I'm just say Germans because that's my grand. My grandpa has uh, my grandma's German, uh, and so he would always make a ton of German jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. yeah, and they're probably like just terrible. Like they just don't yeah, don't mean don't anything about sense. German. Yeah. Do you know who the most racist people against Indians are? Like India from the continent. Like at least this is the this is the idea I've hold from personal experience. I could be completely wrong on this, but from my personal experience, the people who are most racist and most derogatory towards Indian people, can you guess who they are? Are you saying like who are most racist to native Indians? No, not 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 here. India, like me. Yeah. yeah Indians. Yeah. yeah, Indians. Who who are the people that I know cuz you've told me, but who, John, go ahead. who are the people that degrade Indians the worst in my experience? Who would who would you guess? Other Indians? Yes, other Indians. <laughs> they just completely insult each other all the time. It's whenever you see an Indian driver, it's just, like another Indian. God, it's an Indian driver. Of course it is. Oh my god, look at them. They're just eating curry and they're getting fat. Whenever my mom goes to India, whenever we go there, it's just like there's this big push to be like, okay, we have to look perfect. We have to do this. Can't look this. Why? Because they're going to start talking and they're going to start making fun of you for anything. Yeah. I think there's something like that with some of my, uh, some of my Chinese relatives that I know too where they kind of grade the Americanism of other Chinese people around them. Oh. Like whether – like, oh, wow, look at this guy. He's like such a fucking fop. He's not even trying or something like that, you know? <laughs> So yes, we do, we really just are slam our own or, cultures. Like, oh my god, yeah. Huh. I, if I had a nickel for every time I heard my mother say something bad about Indians, or just like not not like bad, but like, God, Indians, Jesus, they can't they can't construct anything. They're the worst. <laughs> just like just like phrases like that. It's just like okay, I'd be I'd have I'd have made a significant amount of money <laughs> just off of that because I've heard a lot. <laughs> god bless. My mom is actually from India. She lived in India. She's She's not a a, first generation. She is a first generation immigrant. So she lived there. She can speak multiple Indian languages. So this is not like some Mm. American saying this. This is a full Indian. All of my relatives were from Vietnam and they still shit on Vietnam and stuff like that. Like I asked my dad one time if he would ever want to go back to Vietnam and he said, fuck no. Yes. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) My girlfriend's grandpa fought in the Laotian Revolution. Against communism. Oh, okay. He was on that side. Oh, I see. Can you imagine needing to like flee your country? No, yeah. Because you lost a revolution. That's crazy to me. That would be wild. Actually, uh, do you want to hear something super random that is about revolutionaries? Mm. A lot of the Germans, uh, a lot of Germans fled to America because of the Revolution of 1848 when they tried to do this big Republican revolution in Germany. Guess where they ended up fighting in after they fled to America? A Whoa. lot of them fought in civ- the, the American Civil War. A <laughs> really? lot of them fought. A lot of them fought in the American Civil War. And because that they all, a lot of them, you know, are dedicated Republicans, dedicated liberals. Mm-hmm. They fought for the Union. <laughs> like a lot of them yeah. did. Rip. Jeez. Ran to escape war, caught up in another war. Um, there was a Polish uh, cavalry officer, Kazimierz or something like that. He, um, after Poland ceased to exist as a country when he fought for it, when it was partitioned by all of its neighbors, he fled to America and became General George Washington's cavalry officer. It'd be so deeply sad to lose a revolution. That's that's something else, honestly. Or lose against revolution. Yeah. Well, Either if you, way, if you, if you really believe in it, if you really believe in your cause, if you're just there for, you know, I want to be in well, power, either way, shits you, and giggles. You're gonna. If you need you to flee your, your country, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, like if you lose any other, and it's you lost, you lost your home, 
against like other people from your home. Like it's different if you get invaded Civil slightly. Fucked, you know? I don't know. Maybe it's not that different. I've never been invaded. But like it just not that you know of. <laughs> oh my god. Are you talking <laughs> Are you trying to make a like genocide joke right now? I was making a lizard joke or the oh, fact I that I, I invade. Oh my Marcus's god, we're all home. gonna be somewhat tan, grayish colored. Oh my god, like two hundred years, oh god. I, w- I was making a joke about me invading Marcus's home on a weekly, bi-weekly basis and, like, lizard people. What the hell are See, you guys on? This is how we know the oh, difference. I'm we- fine with the lizard people. We're chill. Yeah, yeah. Why are you I guys mean, taking it into, like, white genocide? By you guys. Many times have cut <laughs> your, Hillary. Your people are different. Many what? times. Many times have cut Hillary Clinton climbing out of my toilet. You know, like, I'm fine with that. You know, Why like, did we hey, get... How did we get to white genocide? I'm just curious. Well, you said invaded and you said how maybe you don't know yet and that's, like, a a huge thing for right wing people. That about. is, yeah. That, that was like a dog whistle. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Is that the term? Yeah, yeah. Like where <laughs> you like, just dog whistle the, the to all the white invasion, supremacists yeah, watching us. the invisible invasion <laughs> of minorities that are coming in to eliminate the white people. And the in, I like, guess <laughs> I'm not a white supremacist, but uh, how do you two know about this? Or, or do you guys want to tell? You me already something? know why I know you, about this. <laughs> you know my mom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, when you delve into history, sometimes the first topics you hit are the fucking crazy ones. Because they're so fascinating. And so John's a racist. I didn't know if you know, I'll know that. He is He is absolutely racist. Hi, Mom. Hi, Roger's mom. <laughs> That's not my mom. That's not my mom. My mom watches. Unless we have the same mom, which would not, ex- which would be very confusing. I, yeah, I would be confused. I'd be wondering who your dad was, because you're definitely... <laughs> Somewhat brown. I'm so if my dad and your mom had a kid and it came out like me, completely brown, that would that be would, a head scratcher. That would be a very yeah. If we had the same mom, well, your it, dad is definitely not your no, dad. No, no, it, it did. It did actually happen. Two white people had a kid and it came out black, and so I was like, okay, I, what happened? And it turns out the the dad, his mom actually cheated on. Oh, dad wow. with a black guy and by some random chance of genetics the child turned out white but then when he had a kid with another with another white woman the kid turned Although, out brown isn't the theory that human like homo sapiens originated in uh africa right that's one it's, at least the i haven't read this shit in so long i no have idea. not delved into any of it so, so i have no idea i wonder if it would be technically possible everybody to have a black all kid. of the genetic geneticists that watch us let me know i'm sorry for all the geneticists, <laughs> for all the to geneticists this. i very much apologize <laughs> we're just probably butchering your entire field but absolutely well, to, let's be honest we probably butchered a lot of fields we oh did... for sure that's why we try and stick close to math history and engineering video we games. still butcher math video games yeah. we still butcher math i butcher history all the time i don't correct myself when i fuck up and i look think back when i'm done and i think to myself Wait, I fucked up. I found so, the name of that helmet, and I already forgot it. But Southern, it's in our tag. Yeah, yeah. It's in... Sutton uh, who? Sutton who or something like that. It's in East Anglia. I was actually wrong. Re- who? Remember that in the in the Jedi podcast, when I, when I was talking about the kid who was defending uh, Senator Organa? You were wrong. Yeah, I was wrong about it. It it definitely wasn't that. His name was Zeke, and apparently he was George Lucas's kid, because they he wanted or something happen so george lucas cast his kid in that scene so that was his kid i mean that's actually interesting though yeah i didn't i didn't know that was george lucas's kid i had no idea where the jocasta new shit came from apparently the reason that the kid in the um you know when uh anakin's gonna kill all the children the kid like stumbles back a little apparently hayden christensen went boo (laughs) really loud and it wasn't scripted for him to stumble back but hayden christensen like scared him and so that's why he stumbled Beautiful. back. Oh, that's great. Beautiful improvisation. Yeah. I actually, I think Hayden Christensen got like shafted. He's he got a, shafted. Like, and if you watch some of his other movies, he's not like a horrible actor. So, so he was a good, he was a good actor. Just fan bases will script. flame people. Like fan bases will get mm-hmm. pissed off and they need something to blame. Well, like the, blame George Lucas. The child, the child actor for Anakin never acted again from what I know. Would you want to? Yeah. Cause he just got demolished online. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah, like, think of an adult. Think of one of us getting demolished online and having to deal with that and having to like see that everywhere. Now, mm-hmm. think of an eight-year-old kid who doesn't yeah. know fame. And goes to school. It's fucking terrible. It's actually yeah. horrible. Yeah, to go to school after imagine, being young Anakin. Imagine being like part of oh. Spy Kids or something, and then all of a sudden having to go to school. Yo. Like, lava, imagine... Well, actually, I know Imagine lava Shark Boy. Uh, Shark Boy is Taylor Lautner from Twilight. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being Shark Boy and then going to school. It's, it's just like... 
Wow. Think of think of like Rebecca Black, the Friday song it explodes oh, right yikes. When, right when the internet was hitting that like Mimi thing. Oh, she thinking. got yeah, she got roasted. She so absolutely much. got demolished. And it's just off like she's fourteen or 15. her parents probably paid for a fun little music video just to have mm-hmm. just gets absolutely She's not prepared to deal with that. She's Nobody not an adult. Is. There are so many like really bad comments too. Oh yeah. Like it was uh, just yikes. a poppy song for her to have fun yeah. with some friends. Like yeah. Mob mentality is insane, man. It's nuts. Oh, it's social lot. psychology is really scary. And yeah, people got like actually angry at her. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah, like personally angry at her. We, this actually goes yeah. into what we talked about in the last it, Oh, the last episode that I didn't publish. Dang it. With May where Oh, no. no. What was it? Was it you and May? May you and May. May, Matt, and me were in the last one I was in. Yeah, and we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about like cult of personality on the internet. We were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think it we kind of roll back that. to that once in a while to the cult of personality mindset because oh yeah, like the whole idea that you get really invested into certain people to the point where you can get like go to war basically in mm-hmm. those Twitter wars and like really actually <laughs> get emotionally into the, all the arguments and screaming and like death threats and all sorts of stuff. Like I mean, that. just think of like league, like when I'm like flaming someone on league, which doesn't happen as often. I very much cut back from my teenage years. It happens once every so often. So maybe once every four or five games, but I will so be invested once a day once a day playing league. <laughs> I can say for sure that Raj has improved since freshman year of college because I remember he used to type into the chat "no talking play." <laughs> oh, I like, still type that sometimes. Oh, I, I would okay. just like stop talking. Well, play. To, granted, I may have a bias because I have turned off chat for league ever since I have played for the past Which two is years. Which a good idea because I realized, wait a minute. The biggest thing that is actually causing me to not want to play League is the fucking chat. I, I disable mm-hmm. chat, disable disable pings from anybody. He except still my doesn't friends. want to play League, and it still stresses me out. But it's way better than seeing that fucking chat. So I can say that, yeah, I do get invested sometimes. It's like, dude, you're an idiot, and it's like, are they? Did they? Were they really off that play? Were they really stupid? No, they just had a different idea on what to do, and I did something, and they did something different. We were just disconnected. Are they stupid? Not really, but here I am invested, and he's invested calling me dumb, and we're calling each other stupid, and it's just like, you, and more harsh words. It's just like, like you can, Gamer words. You can start hating somebody. You can start hating somebody in a match. Like, get really, really yeah. fucking pissed off at them. Mm-hmm. When I have a bad ADC, you'll hear me, John will hear me complaining, All or anyone who plays League with me, if I have a I, I usually play support, and if they're not doing things, they're not playing aggressive or stuff. I'm just sitting there going, "I hate this person so much." They're the, it's just there's so many words of me just saying, "I hate this line." Or I hate you, doing or this. Or you'll like aggressively if it's like uh, somebody that's part of our queue, like a friend we're queuing with. You'll you'll just give them like really aggressive tutor lessons. Like you need to take your CS. You you need to go in when I'm going in. You need to do that. Most of the time, <laughs> it's the new. He won't say like, "God damn it, this guy fucking sucks." But he'll say like. You need to go in when I'm going in, okay? Like he'll say, like, like, "Yeah, <laughs> I am. I play yeah. an engaged support. Yeah. If you're not following up, I just die, and then they get ahead, and then you get killed." Most of the time, it's because he does not follow up because plays very passively, or he he does actually follow up. We, but, we, like, we bleep 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 bleep. bleep. <laughs> Sometimes, God damn it! <laughs> Could you have said his name anymore? You're not supposed to bring up names. <laughs> I'm just gonna message him on Discord. Like, Can you? Do you mind if your name is in the podcast? <laughs> no, don't. Just bleep it out, please. <laughs> we love you, Blank. <laughs> God damn it. I do get salty at him sometimes, but like he gets salty at me because I do dumb I things. Mean, it's so League, it, 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 It's League, man. It brings the worst out of all yeah. of us. He, he just like If I have a bad day, I'll, I'll flame people on video game if I have a bad day. Oh, for sure. Uh, but honestly, I kind of miss the good old days of the Xbox Live chats. Oh, like, the, you the, have a oh, bad no. day at school. You come home and you could literally say anything, any you any word you wanted. So many interesting things on Xbox Live. You you could say any like the worst thing you could possibly think of. You could go on Xbox Live, join a COD match or a Halo match, and you could just light someone up with all of the worst ideas you've had all day. <laughs> and it was so cathartic. You heard me do- something beautiful about that, honestly. You heard me do that once at Austin's house, <laughs> mm-hmm. where I was just pissed. I forget what I was pissed off about. But I was absolutely livid and was just like almost screaming at this, basically a twelve-year-old for like fourteen minutes. I was like thirteen at the time or fourteen, so like I yep. was in eighth grade. So it's it was, like, cathartic 13. in like a weird way that you just there's no other venue that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, because so it's a liberating high. Mm-hmm. You get to say, express things that you never get to express publicly because you'd be seen as a freak. 
Yeah, and it's bad. Yeah, and it's it, well, not it is good. Just bad. Yeah, it's, it's not just good. bad. It's not nice. It's just not okay. But then again, <laughs> there was a also kid. like a level of everybody knew that everyone expected it, so it was fine. Yeah. And you weren't, and almost. they knew you were just having a thing. It wasn't like, oh, this yeah. guy's serious. Like, no, he's just a too. kid. That's no, he's too. just flipping out. That's yeah, he's why... just a kid. He's and just they flipped out too. You, you would maybe start it or maybe they would start it and then you just get into a yellow match with this random person it's, it's, you'd close the chat and you never talk to them actually, again. that's actually the problem right of people looking into a gaming community sometimes and oh talking yeah about the toxicity oh, it's the worst yeah because it kind of becomes when, when it comes to gaming toxicity i think it becomes its own kind of language essentially where yes. people are just it, venting it becomes its own culture yeah it's a it, vernacular and you don't understand the cult and then there, you have like you were saying, people coming in that don't understand it, yeah. and then they start judging it and like saying, "Oh, you can't do that. You can't." It's like if we were looking at West Coast girls talking at a coffee shop and being like, "You can't say hella. That's stupid." Yeah, yeah, or or legitimately like going to another like country and just saying you can't do that. How like for example, some of the people in my mom's side of the family. So my mom is Indian. They do like you know how gay people say, "Oh, I can't take my boyfriend home. My parents will ostracize me and stuff," or like I can't say I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's very similar to what I would do, what would I would be, except that's just for a normal relationship. So I would never say to my Indian, some of my Indian relatives, I have a girlfriend. They would see that as like the absolute worst. They, they don't want me to do it. So you don't have girlfriends. Now, if you are engaged to be married, then they want to hear about it. But if you have a girlfriend, they don't, they would, if I said that, they would be judging my mom and saying, what are you doing? Is that like because arranged marriage stuff is still like kind of prevalent over there? Some of it is, but some of it's just, it's just like the culture. Like you don't talk about that. We don't mm. want to hear it. Now, if you're engaged to be married, we're talking about marriage. That's cool. But if you're talking about like girlfriends and dating, no, 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 no. We don't want to, no, no, no. That's yeah. awful. We're judging your mom. We're judging how she raised you now. We're going to have words with her. Yeah, because and... I don't think it's that it's improper to date. It's that why the fuck is Raj think it's okay to tell us that he's dating? Like, it's not something you're supposed uh, to bring up, probably. Yeah, gotcha. I don't even think it's... It may not even be... In, for a couple of them, it may not be even okay well, it's the idea. Do. It's the idea that it's um American dating, maybe. Maybe that, too. Where, like, that too. That's another yeah. thing. It's Americans dating. Oh my God, he's probably doing all sorts American of stuff. American dating, like the style where it's both the individuals that are in the relationship, mm-hmm. not the not the potential other type of stuff that could happen with Indian dating. I like just you know, like it's, it's, like, it's a it's a judgmental thing that comes out. There's a lot. So there's a very big different culture. There's very big disconnects. And now to wrap it back to gaming, mm-hmm. now you have a bunch of people like they publish Discord messages. There was there was one where it's like. Like you're talking to your team, and then someone published the Discord messages, and they say some awful stuff, and you it's don't like, do that. That's like, fucked up. <laughs> I've I've said some really interesting stuff to John as jokes, and he said some very interesting stuff to me. And if that was ever published, people would just be like, "Wow!" If this anybody is... posted my Discord messages from the time I was playing TNO, which is an Axis Victory mod. They would think I'm a full-on fascist. They would think both of us like are. Like a full-on fucking fascist. <laughs> they would legit... They would if, they, if they post some of the base shit I send to your brother, they think <laughs> I'm some kind of ultra-racist, colonial imperialist that wants the white man to come back to my country. Anime <laughs> hero, uh, Chungus, what's his name? What's his name? Oh, Big, he- big Hero, big big hero, hero Chungus An- 100, Keanu Reeves, anime hero, Reinhard Heydrich. Reinhard Heydrich <laughs> was the uh, successor or like protege of... Uh, Himmler, so, Himmler was not, the one who wait, brought wait, up. Hold, hold up, that's TNO lore. Reinhard Heydrich was, was straight up one of the people that orchestrated the found, the found, like the the structure of the fucking Holocaust. Yes, he's a fucking terrible oh, human being. Like actual history, like yeah, actual, history. actual history. He did it. Yeah, he was. He's actual shit. history. He was called the Butcher of Prague. Yeah, and, um, he, and then and you call him Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Big Jack, Big, Big Daddy, Chungus, anime hero, Keanu Reeves, Reinhard Heydrich. Based. Yeah, yeah. Like, Look, if you go him and you do let him yeah, win the German like, Civil now, War. Now, now, now he's talking about the mod. <laughs> if you let him win the German Civil War, which no one has any idea about, he eventually realizes that Himmler, the guy who was literally the dude who did the uh, Holocaust, who orchestrated it. If you do, he's talking th- about the mod now. Yes. Not yes. actual history. Not actual history. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Well, because you brought you brought up Himmler, I gotta make sure. And Himmler that... didn't actually orchestrate. Well, the... well, he was part of it, but he didn't orchestrate the entire thing. He was Not just head like of Reinhardt. the SS. Yeah, he was. He he was a big. Portion. Of course, he's a huge portion of it. Of course, but mm-hmm. in TNO, he reaches a whole completely ascended yeah. level of fucked up. He in gotcha. the real world, he was just head of the SS. Well, he he, he was still uh, based. Gotcha. <laughs> he, yeah, okay. he was still a gamer. <laughs> he was he was simply the head God of the SS. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is actually so like this whole culture and gaming culture thing is actually why in an earlier episode i said that like mobile gamers aren't necessarily gamers that's what i meant i actually. agree with you in that standpoint and it's because like the way that the word gamer is used has a meaning and it doesn't necessarily mean one who plays video games it has like a whole nother like layer of metadata you know oh i, I totally surrounding understand the word that because like and like you could play you could play any game you could play a ton of games and still not really be a gamer like if if all you do is like play games once a week with your family or whatever you're not like a gamer because you don't know the gamer stuff. Yeah, because you're talking about like full on gamer culture then. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're into gaming. You you know you know like a lot of the stupid ass memes. You and you know, have like, like the, a passion the for the language. Yeah. The toxicity. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Not that not that you're part of it, but you understand you're comfortable. You're with probably that. part of it. Yeah. You're at, at the least very mentally least, part of it. <laughs> you at least know how to like deal with it and get yeah, over it. Yeah. You don't like it doesn't bother you. Yeah. Yeah. God willing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know how females do in some of those because there are some interesting responses when like well, I remember one time vividly when a female joined our our Mech Warrior game and this dude just kept talking. He was just like Oh yeah, this Well and that's it was so bad. It was like to the point where it was like, dude, just shut up. Like she's a girl that's playing the game. Just please be quiet. I've met some women that literally will just like fire back and it will it'll just be like a thing you know mm-hmm. it'll just be like any old gaming experience like, but the yeah. thing about if you they're gonna pick up pick on you for anything that they can yes they will and yeah. if you're a girl that's just the easiest thing for them to pick on yep yeah, because it's honestly different in a lot of cases it's not even about you being a girl yeah it's, it's, it's just it's like when i was a kid to, they would make fun of my high voice because i was a kid and it was literally just the most distinctive thing about me that they could make fun of. Yeah. And it wasn't because they weren't making fun of me because I was a child. They're just making fun of me. And that happened to be the thing that was easiest to pick it, on. It's, it's really weird and interesting. And like the, there's some actual thought that needs to go into it. And guess what hasn't happened? No one has, not a lot of people, or at least mainstream people, have really thought well, about gamers these issues. Are just that weird group of people that. And you like know. people who 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 talk about it and get anti art it are very you know, mm-hmm. they're not thinking about it. They're just going, oh, we need to fix this. We need to do this. This is that from their perspective, it's an awful thing. And if you were doing some of that stuff in the real world, like yeah, oh yeah, for it's, sure, it's pretty bad. But this isn't now. This is well, a different. And then you also get the people that don't separate gaming life from real life. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's... act like that in the real world. That's, that's scary. Yo, that's dude. when it gets a little messy. So, granted, we do understand that there are some real gamers out there. <laughs> if you want to use that term, like some based fucked people. That, but then, like, for well, the moment... like that's every group though. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. That's what I was and about to say. It's because yeah, there's yeah, a absolutely. stigma against gamers that those people get like hyped up mm-hmm. as oh, well. Because yeah. yeah. people don't like gamers. It's still you know. seen as well. It's still I don't. I think it's regressed a little bit, but it's still seen as yeah. this thing that's weird that your kids do. That's weird because mm-hmm. they're not outside. They're not it's playing definitely football. A million times more socially acceptable oh, to be oh, a absolutely. gamer now than it was. Especially like professional scene and stuff. You have some like mm-hmm. people who you would think are stereotypically jocks and mm-hmm. stuff, like very ripped, very attractive, very all this. What are they doing? They play video games for a living. Yep. Like, yeah, wow. that, that's the. So it's definitely compared to when we were children, it's like a different world. I definitely do feel like it has legends. changed quite a bit since, at least when I was a kid. I felt so weird bringing up gaming when I was in class, like for show and tell and stuff. I felt like a fucking loser or something like that. Like you I were was at being, the time. I was being ostracized for gaming or talking about it. Yeah, you probably were at the time. That's the worst part. Yeah, that too. <laughs> like you probably were, emotionally at least. And now it's like even random people are just like, oh, yeah, I play video games now. I play like... One of the like, weirdest oh. things that, of course, was probably much more common than I thought it was, but it was when I was in Target and I was passing by these two these two girls with their mom and they were talking about how they were super excited to go back to play like the game. And I'm like, I've, I've, like of course, I, don't, I never hanged out mm-hmm. with a lot of kids, but like I'd never heard that before. Or girls. Yeah. So, but then like, I was just sitting there like, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. They game? <laughs> Shit, man, you got based <laughs> red pilled. Roger's a real gamer. Well, we're still yeah, friends, right? Like that, man. Oh, we're yeah, we're still friends, right? Of course, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> got <it. laughs> Nice, damn. 
It didn't even got him. It didn't even click, honestly, when he said that because he, just, he <laughs> yeah, shits just on me all yeah. the fucking time. <laughs> you just say, "Yeah, that's true." I, honestly, too, you do that. You both do. Almost all my friends now just like when I say something like that, you, they just ignore it and they move on. Well, yeah, because we know you're about to just say something that's just trying Some to shit on us. Shit, yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, hey, Roger, shit, he got it." <laughs> I'm not a bad person. Fuck you, <laughs> Marcus. Am I a bad person? Uh, you're a horrible person, of course. Yeah, yeah. You're a terrible person that should just jump off the top of this roof right now. Right now. It wouldn't now. kill me. No. Do it again. It, that's the ideal. Yeah, yeah. Get uh, up. We don't want you to die. We just want you to be in <laughs> immense see. pain. Yeah, yeah. And then do it again. <laughs> All I can think of nowadays when I think of someone jumping off a roof was that freaking Snapchat oh video. Yeah. So, if, fun fact, I was actually in a fraternity in college for my last year because I was really bored in my last year. And there were some interesting things I got to see. Uh, it's very different joining a fraternity when you're 22 than when you're 18 because a lot of the members can't pressure you into doing stuff. And it's like, a, if yeah, I don't you're like older it, than them. I'm older than you. I don't care. And then a lot of the older guys actually liked me because I would like help them on their math homework and stuff. So like they actually did like me. And it was no, I'm I'm yeah, I can, I'm I'm a pledge, but whatever. But I'm higher than you on the pecking order. You can fuck off. Mm-hmm. So, but you get some interesting Snapchat stories and stuff going on, and it's just like, what did this guy do? Well, he jumped off the roof onto a table that was on fire. Why was this plastic table on fire? I don't know. Almost certainly a gasoline Probably fire. gas on it. And before he jumped, there was the phrase, this is probably a bad idea, guys, as 10 people are cheering on as this almost certainly drunk dude jumps off the roof onto said table. Actually, the way it was burning it was probably oil because it wasn't burning super quick. So I bet it was an oil fire. So that's fire. even worse. Gas is like, yeah, it was not burning like fucking hell. If it's oil, can't that stick on him? Yes, yes, it can. (laughs) There's a reason why they dropped that in medieval battles. Yes, (laughs) yeah, and and there was a pool there, so I bet some of them were thinking, oh, it'll be fine if he lights on fire, he can jump in the pool. No, don't do that. Not an oil fire. No, 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 sir. (laughs) But I bet that's what they were. I bet that's what they were thinking. It's like they forgot how oil spills turned out. (laughs) Yes, the one that recently happened in Mexico. I forgot about that. Yeah, so. Fun fact, fraternities and sororities have some wild shit in them, and you get to see some interesting stuff. So, jumping off a roof, always remember that. The worst part is that that's probably just the tip of the iceberg, I can imagine. That is the tip of the iceberg from some of the stuff I've heard and some of the stuff I've seen. God bless. Yeah, we're not going to get into some of that. We probably can't. Uh, Yeah. Some of the rumors we can't. We could probably get into (laughs) based gamer Himmler before we can get into that. (laughs) Some of the the rumors... (laughs) I'm sorry. Based I'm sorry if we need to cut this out because I'm saying that, but I love I love that term because they use that in TNL. They oh, really? call they call the genocidal maniac gamers. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Actually, they, no. They say that they're about to have a gamer moment. Oh my <laughs> look, god. look. Uh, Spear is considered a libtard, and the, Spear's whole thing is like trying to reform Nazi Germany. He is still a Nazi, and to do so, you have to kill many, 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 many people. To get what he wants to, but they still call him a pansy libtard. Do you know what's the best term in the community that I know of? Speartard. They call they call people who support spear or like libs. It, like the like especially in the early community, they called them speartards. They called them speartards. <laughs> this dude legitimately has to cleanse the freaking like well, German hierarchy. Every time it comes up, like when John and I were playing it, we were killing off Nazis as fast as we could to maintain legitimacy. Granted, Raj, this was during the development time. So this is before people realized that Spear is a reformist, but he's not a liberal reformist. He wants to reform fascism. You're not supposed to, have to, it, to be a yeah, different form to, of to, fascism. He's like the Deng Xiaoping of Germany at the time. He wants to he wants to reform it so it can thrive, mm. not 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 change it to be democracy. He wants to reform fascism. He's like, this fascism's not working. We gotta. That is literally what he's. We doing. gotta make yeah. better fascism. Yeah, that's, that's literally what that's he's doing. That's his, his mindset. The thing that Raj and I were doing is that. Uh, Spear is only supported by a lot of people who are genuine liberals yes. who want to change to a democracy. So what we did in our TNO run was we allowed the liberals to supersede Spear and literally uh, guide Germany on the path to democratic reform. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. But, and then, but and then you can go down the path where Spear does reform fascism and does become basically the, a true successor to Hitler. Like a true, a proper fascist revisionist. <laughs> John A., you are not supposed to tell everyone that. Got to Marcus. Man. No, you gotta you gotta make me be right. And B, 
Yeah, we we screwed over Spear. He was like suicidal in that room. Yeah, you basically. Oh wow. You basically he was completely he was fuck over Spear. He like loses his mind and everything. He almost killed Schmidt, which I would have been really happy about because I really don't like Schmidt. Schmidt's cool. Fuck you. <laughs> Look, there's one thing I absolutely hate, and it's self righteousness. And Schmidt had that in spades. I hate Listen, that. Man. I hate it. He's fighting fascism. I get it. I get it's necessary, but I can't stand it the rest of the gang of four great love it love Earhart, amazing just you can't handle schmidt i can't handle schmidt he's just so i can i can respect that because sometimes the ideological people can be nauseating he's absolutely like if if spear had actually just you know killed schmidt and then got taken down i would have been cool with the rest of the gang taking over and doing whatever they want in germany i'm cool with it i'm happy long story short i would highly recommend playing hoi 4 just to get the tno mod because that shit is literally just a novel what is hoi 4 oh it's a it's a game made by paradox interactive it's a giant uh, world war ii map game basically what's it called hearts, oh, of, hearts iron. of iron 4 thank you john sorry yeah. idiot <laughs> i feel like i'm back at work everybody's just using acronyms so god oh. who is what is hoi 4 what is tno the what is order. Uh, what 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 is that? Kai, wait, is it, is it Kaiserreich? Is, yeah, Kaiserreich is it? But what's the abbreviation? Kr. Like? The, like the, the way you guys were talking about Spirit just reminded me of the actual like USSR history, where it's like because oh, there were a lot of liberals that were, you know, oh, yeah. on the side of the revolution, overthrowing for sure. the for sure, absolutely czar. So it's like <laughs> I just like to think about what they. Uh, Actually, how what their reaction was after they overthrew it. I just thought the of USR, something. The USR was formed and they just started getting mass arrested. They're like, oh, yeah. Huh. I just <laughs> saw something. Didn't quite go as I just saw something absolutely terrifying because we were talking about uh, imagine, imagine being a failed revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Imagine siding with a revolution. Winning. And you get fucking purged after you win. Yeah. Like you're, you're the state that you aspire to make is actually completely fucked and just the goddamn same. Nothing that you wanted to make happen happens. That would be even worse. That's, that's more, that's most likely to happen, actually. If oh, you yeah, win, sure. that's the most likely outcome. Yeah, like, you're gonna, yeah. it's, it's gonna yeah. align, unless unless you have a very strong ideological leadership. That, oh, and, no, politically elite, and they know what they're doing yeah. leadership. The, if the American have, Revolution was weird. Because we had a political elite leading it. it Most was, revolutions don't have that. They're like a highly educated political it, it was elite. also predominantly led by the land-owning aristocracy, which mm-hmm. is why some of the stuff Which persisted. only could happen due to like the distance between America and the rest and the colonizing force, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, the thing about... Maybe not only could happen because of that. Yeah, but. the thing about America, though, is that there is still a lot of anachronisms in the original Republic that were only get, only could be made because everybody were a bunch of rich land-owning, like... Also, a lot of the farmers. revolution did end up getting, like, re- revised. Yeah, because our... the original tenants were something that just could not function mm-hmm. if they wanted to maintain a proper state. And not and not to mention the fact that we were Great Britain was planning on giving us rep- representation in the in their legislature. Look, King like George the Third wasn't actually that bad a guy. Oh yeah, there, there so were actually plans. He was a, he was a pretty there, good dude. There were plans yeah. to give us representation in the governing body. One of the of Great biggest Britain. things actually about King George the Third that I uh, really felt a lot of sympathy for after I finished reading the book was. Like throughout all of American history, we just hear him as Mad King George III. That's like the only mm-hmm. thing we know about him. We know that he went crazy, and that's true. He did go crazy. Guess what? He wasn't fucking crazy when he was king of uh when he was still ruling America. He also oh, really? he was only had a disease. Yeah, it was, it was due. Well, to he was old, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah, bro. Remember when I talked about how long he ruled? He <laughs> it was he he was early in his reign when the American uh, Revolution was happening hmm. because he ruled until the Battle of fucking Waterloo, which was. Like the 1810s, 18, yeah. 1815, something like that. Because if Australis was 1805, then I think Waterloo would be 1815 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because that was around the time of Napoleon's reign. So he was old, and it, it was it's conjectured that he actually had a brain disease he, that was yeah. doing something. He, That's why he was... Yeah. His real madness was later in his reign. So when he ruled America, he was just a functioning monarch. Who was actually pretty nice, but a lot of the people that were around him may have not been... Isn't it wild that Napoleon was around the same century as the Civil War? That just doesn't feel right to me. There's so much shit, man. When you look into history, like, dude. T- the dates just like, yeah. for some reason in my brain, Napoleon is like way, way back in history. And the Civil War is like somewhat recent history. 
You want to hear something? They ex- they're in the same. They're not. They're like yeah. less than fifty years apart. No, yeah, like, yeah. Do you want to hear something crazy what? though? Like think about the time between the American Civil, the, the American American Revolution. Civil War. Oh, American Revolution, American Civil War, and the American Civil War and World War One. Hmm. Only fifty years from World War from Civil World War One to the Civil War. And think of all the squad changing machine guns, gas weapons. Like that's actually uh, yeah. a big thing they bring up is that. A, a lot of European doctrine was based off of the Franco-Prussian War, which was a very brief war for the most part. And but then people were saying that they should have taken notes, better notes from the American Civil War, because they're talking about the, just the sheer amount of carnage and like the, the just the amount of attritional violence that was in the American Civil War compared to the uh, Franco-Prussian War, which ties like if you look at the American Civil War and tied to World War One, there's a lot more things connecting those two conflicts and like the kind of a few of the stuff that happened. Apparently, from what John at least tells me, at first when France entered the war, they were still marching in Napoleonic squares hmm, at there, the beginning of their battles. There's a there was a lot of archaic stuff early in World War One. Like so, it wasn't just France. I want to make that clear. <laughs> but but th- this is the one example I know of. But imagine what is a Napoleonic square? Could you could you a Napoleonic marching square is like a traditional line of battle. So like a like a I, without going crazy into detail, imagine like your old uh like the Patriot like those old movie scenes with the musket lines. So imagine that walking into a machine gun line. That was think of how well that will go. That was them trying to use their rifles like spears still. Yeah, actually, that is one thing to bring up with the. This is more and this is more accurate oh. and probably more interesting about the French uh army. Their rifle was designed for volley fire. Like when you look at the label, the way it was, uh, it was a ridiculously heavy and long-barreled rifle, and it was because it was supposed to be so that your barrel would guarantee wouldn't be in a dangerous position because you're firing it behind the other guy. Mm. It's supposed to be rank fire, where it's like you know, like a spear, like, like a pike, volley, volley, like that. Yeah, like that was why what it was designed for. It was designed, and it was still drilled for volley fire, which is like everybody in the line fire at the same time. That's what a volley fire is. Huh. And yeah, like uh, bayonets at that time, totally, they still did bayonet training. Like if you look at trench raids, when they go over the top, like the, the, the crazy advances they do towards other trenches, they were taught to still, like uh, the French infantry and our officers were taught to focus on the offensive. The idea of uh, trench warfare was very hard to drill into the French military because the entire officer corps and general staff constantly focused on the doctrine of offensive. Like constant maneuver, constant movement, keep the infantry moving, that type of stuff. So, like, trench warfare was like, what the fuck? What? What? We're, we're, we're going to dig in? What? Like, none of the officers were what? trained for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, artillery is scary. Machine guns are and barbed also wire. very scary. And gas yeah. is very scary. Well, like, just, just imagine crossing a giant flat field that has a shit ton of barbed wire, and then on the other side is a bunch of guys in cover with bolt-action rifles, sighted mortars, artillery guns, and machine guns. And the bodies you have to traverse to get yeah, to that you're side. Yeah, because you're the fifth gang to go across the top and go across that same field. Rip you... <laughs> Yeah, like you can't like, even <laughs> if you get to the trench, if the barbed wire is not cut, like if the if your shells they they specialized artillery shells to cut barbed wire because there would be so much barbed wire, like an endless fucking field of barbed wire. So even if you get there, now you're stuck, and then all of a sudden they're shooting you with machine guns everywhere. And you're stuck in the barbed wire getting cut up. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta get your engineers to cut it. But how the fuck do you do that when you're being shot at by like hundreds of mach- not hundreds, but like you know a shit ton of machine guns yeah. that all have you sighted. And they're in cover. So they're just ha- hosing you down, constant fire. I think the reason I put Napoleon like so back in history in my brain, like why I think he's so like ancient, yeah. is because he's always listed alongside... An- like People are like, oh yeah, Napoleon, Julius Caesar, yeah, Caesar. Alexander the Great. I'm like, yeah. he's listed yeah. among people that are like way back there. Yeah, yeah. Like... um. It, I totally understand that. There's uh, Hannibal. There's... I almost forgot. <laughs> Hannibal. Well, Hannibal's forgettable. No, no, Hannibal. sorry. Scipio Africanus, then Hannibal. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Hannibal is forgettable. We can forget about him. Whoa. Based. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, listen. <laughs> if you can pull a can A, then you can forget about Hannibal. Until then, fuck you. <laughs> can A was awesome. You need, you need to be able to demolish 20% of an entire nation. Give me male the, population. Give me the entire United States Army and a very third world country, and I can do it. <laughs> An island nation, literally five guys. No, you need to be <laughs> yes. out, you need to be outnumbered too. Okay, give me a third world nation <laughs> with not any technology, but a lot of people, and give oh, me like four hundred men with attack find, helicopters. Find me can... a disconnected tribe in Brazil, and I'll give you a dub. <laughs> I'll give you that dub, man. God damn it! 
<laughs> I can I can argue my way out okay, of this. Okay, how about this? Same tier of equipment. Same tier of equipment and extensive military training dominant on the opposing side. How many tries do I get to do this? One. You get one try. And you also recently <laughs> lost your eye. Yeah, by running through a swamp. And you just marched your army up over, a mountain. Up a mountain. Yeah. And then ran across all of Italy. Like, the core of his army at that point at Canet were not his men in Spain. They were boys that he picked up because he's been kicking so much ass that the Gallic tribes and some Italian forces decided to get, join up with him to beat up Romans. So, like, his professional core were, all, like, the, the Libyans. He were, actually put his weaker people in front so then they would get pushed yeah, in yeah. and die. funneled the Romans <laughs> into basically a gigantic cauldron. Remember, they significantly outnumbered Hannibal. He shoved them into a cauldron and then completely surrounded them and butchered them. Yep. So so he put Rip. he put his veteran units on the flanks, his weak units in the middle. His weak units got pushed in, so then his veteran units came around. And then he had cavalry, Numidian cavalry. Numidian cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> they came around and then they flanked him and completely engulfed the Romans. Like Hannibal was an absolute animal. Like when, when your flanks start speaking in Carthagian and then your rear starts speaking Numidian. <laughs> We're like, wait a minute, where's the cavalry? Oh, they're coming back. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so so we're about at time? Are we I think we are. Yeah, yeah I think we're at about okay, time. Okay, then then I have one final question. This is the most important question I've asked the entire podcast. Probably oh, no. I'm going to. Am I going to heaven? Back to our fun religious uh, debate. Am I going to heaven? Only if you um, drop all other religions and pick up the one true one. Worship Elgabal, Sol Invictus himself. All right. John, <laughs> am I going to heaven? I don't know. Do you worship Ra? <laughs> Does Ra have a heaven? I actually don't know anything about Egyptian faith, so I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Look, I also I... don't know if Sol Invictus has a heaven. <laughs> To be honest, look, I just listen, I listen. brought up religion. Let's find out if I could go God, to heaven. Gosh. All I know is that it means goddamn sun unconquered, which is a fucking awesome name. <laughs> Raj, we already know from Calvinism. It's already been determined the moment you were born. Are you going to heaven? I have no fucking idea. I don't know if I'm going to heaven. But having this one drink isn't going to do me one way or another. That's God's plan, man. I mean, we Thanks, live in America, God. home of the Puritans. So, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, home of the Screw Puritans, you, we're all fucked, man. Yeah, like, oh, we're done. Y- you were fucked you, since the day you were I born. I have a fun fact about Puritans. Well, you, my dad married an Indian woman. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I was born dead. Yeah. I was yeah. born dead. You done. married a child of Satan, probably, according to many Christians at that time period. Rip me. But, like, one fun fact about the Puritans. Uh, an explorer, uh, a merchantman, after, like, five years at sea, when he came back to Boston, he was put in the stocks. Do you know what stocks are? Yeah, it, no. The stocks are the wooden things. Where oh, you, like, put your hands out. Why? Like, it's supposed to be a sense of humiliation. Like you just hanging on the marketplace. You did something bad. Put you in the stocks, right? Okay, okay. He was put in the stocks for kissing his wife publicly. How long was he put in the stock for? I don't know, but so, like, uh, but yeah, that was the one thing about Puritans. They they can they if you are a non practicing Puritan and you go to Boston during certain time periods, like Massachusetts and Puritan country, you could be branded. Like, literally seared and branded to be labeled as a heretic. And if you come back again, they will fucking kill you. So what would they have done to me, John? Well, considering the fact you're not white, you're already a child of Satan, probably. Because but my prob- dad is white. They probably think you're Indian. Well, you're a mixed race. I'm mixed. He's a yeah, traitor. I'm even worse. Your dad's a traitor. Yep, it's yep. done. He's getting it's burned. Worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. He mixed race with the children of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to heaven, right? Well, that's that's where we're ending. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> it's it's Calvin. I made it. Yeah, it's up to you. It's up to him. You're good. I Maybe. did it. Yeah, you're you're gonna make it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this absolute dumpster fire of a podcast. It was great. I don't know what you're talking about. Anime hero protagonist, Big Daddy Chungus, Chungus. Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Ryder Hydric. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>